0: Hello and welcome to Majors. I'm Brian Costello.
1: I'm Jim Desanto.
2: And I'm Katie Desanto. That was, that
1: was a real five count. That he, time. I
2: know. I, know. Nobody I gave a real five him. count. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: you, you, you get so angry at us, Jim, before I, yeah. we come on <laughs> screen. I didn't didn't say it's, us. Us. it's the hardest. It's the hardest part of
1: editing us. the audio version <laughs> is you finding where it starts. <laughs> the thing comes on.
0: Yeah. We're just. We, if you notice, Katie and I are both just kind of.
1: Docile, no, we, that's it. Nicholas. We
2: get nervous. <laughs> we Apparently, tense, I have browbeaten
1: beaten them yep. into it's submission. Basically, every day. My...
2: <laughs> <laughs> every day. Oh boy, this is this, this good. is going to be a, a good podcast one. going
0: in a whole different <laughs> ad-
2: direction. Uh, today,
0: we're looking at the Eddie Murphy action cop.
2: That's your Eddie Brady, Murphy Beverly mm-hmm.
0: Cop. But Murphy first, as we talk about our drinks of the episode so what does everybody have today?
1: I have uh, some very nice scotch from Mr. Brian Niles and Adrian Niles oh, uh, for my birthday Ooh. last year they gave me the uh, Balvini Caribbean cask so it's 14 year old scotch that is finished in Caribbean rum barrels and, and it's delicious just Amazing! it is yeah, very good bottle. it comes That's in a fantastic. fancy like tube
0: and that katie you have a bunny rabbit
1: this
2: <laughs> this is the bourbon bunny that uncle sean gave to lily last night when we were at their house very late because our car got towed in new york city it's a whole story that we can tell you um, but what you need what? to know right now is that the bourbons the bourbon bunny's job according to uncle sean is to hide the bourbon now I just washed the bourbon bunny and Jim would not allow the wet bourbon bunny to be on top of his nice bourbon box. So the bourbon bunny is currently on, it's actually not even what the label says it is. This is um, my newest batch of Coquito from my uh, my good friend Armando's family. But that is
1: actually a puppet that Sean oh, Curran yeah. used so, as, as a bourbon cozy. <laughs> okay,
0: so for those who just listened, there is a magic hat with a bunny popping out of it. Puppet that you just put on top of an alcohol bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was given mm-hmm. to your child.
2: I don't think it's supposed to. Like, I don't think it's purpose. I think it is a, <laughs> it's a child's toy. But I think um, you would have to see Sean and George's apartment to understand this fully. Okay, it's um, like the Mulan. Really interested it's about like a why your car was towed. Museum. Can we just take a moment? To we parked in front
1: that? of a bus stop.
2: Parked in front of a bus stop. They don't mark those in New York. They don't paint on the road or put a sign up. Nothing. Just so how would you know that? Estimate a bus stop? how that's a long question. the buses. There's a bus don't shelter there,
1: but we weren't like.
2: We're not in front. We were not directly in. Front we of the weren't bus like shelter. blocking access to
1: it. Let's no. just say that.
2: Eh, it was um, a whole thing. This we could talk like about a, it for two hours. We was not.
0: it like a? Uh, I kind of envision the two of you with Lily living kind of an adventures and babysitting esque situation. It kind of was like. They, that. Oh
2: my At God, Bryce. Both missing. of us were on the phone. Like I was on the phone with three one one. Jim was trying to find his registration information, and yeah. Lily was hysterically crying in the middle of the West Side Highway at nine p.m. <laughs> yeah, and we were all dressed very nicely, so yeah. it was just it was a spectacle. We, we saw spectacle. two
1: cellos, which was amazing. Now, Brian, your mom is actually saying that she has that exact puppet. Oh, okay. And it's apparently from something called handwriting without tears. Look at that. All Which, right. so, I'm not sure how this bunny is supposed to help anyone not cry. Patty,
2: how do you feel yeah. about this it's bunny being terrifying. turned into the bourbon bunny? No, this is actually, it is actually adorable. It is actually an adorable, well, look on. at that face. Can, can, can we just for a second
0: discuss, my mother, who was a kindergarten teacher for years, would make sense that she had something like this.
1: Sean. Yeah. <laughs> why did your <laughs> well, brother okay. Have okay, so, really, so there's a Ryan, lot of this stuff going could, on. We,
2: this segment could go on quite long. So... This made me remember how many puppets Sean gave me when I was younger. I had like a room full of puppets and he would come and put on a show where like each of the puppets, they were like a different character and they had different voices. And then that inspired my father to do a puppet show at work at the bank where like each of the I had a big brown bear puppet that was like the boss and like little turtle puppet. It was like, I don't know, that was one of the little bank tellers. This like a deep know. dive into your world. <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> deep,
0: deep, dive into your world. All that so being said, if, in, if you want to follow. been a
2: part of the Curran family yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Now we have Bourbon Bunny. Sean Thank does you, voices,
1: Sean. you know, voiceover yeah. work. Just, so. okay. He does voices he does. very well. Yeah. He would do a Fantastic. good
2: Columbo. Uh,
0: we were gonna do some Katie trivia because she's gonna be on TV, but we're just gonna move on
2: because okay. we can't
0: top. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew that. So you, so you finally got your car back. So that we was, a,
2: did that at m- was a, we did. around midnight.
1: Yeah, we got home at like two. It's
2: been yeah.
0: It was it's, like, it's and did you sunglasses. walk in the house and Eva was just sitting there and was like,
1: <laughs> very where interesting. Have where, where have where you, where you been? Lights were all out. But <laughs> you could see her silhouette at the dining room table. One yeah.
2: spotlight on her face.
1: Where I waited up for you.
0: You didn't bring me to New York.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She's probably the one that got your car towed. uh, No, she could have gotten that car back. I'm confident. Uh, No, Eva was home with the grandparents, sleeping soundly. She didn't know that our New York hijinks had happened. It's probably a good thing we only had one crying child with us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, huh, That sounds fun. Uh, last week we did, of course, A League of Their Own, so a quick fact check here. Uh, we had a, a, a discussion at, where Katie, in our one of our questions, said there was no such thing as a bad Tom Hanks movie. I did. Uh, I and did we, say that. And we put that out. Yep, and and over true. 50% of the listeners agreed with Katie. Thank you very I much. I did do some research, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had uh, three films uh, excuse me, four films that actually were under 25% audience review on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Um, The Da Vinci Code and Inferno, the two Dan Brown films.
1: The Da Vinci Code is not good. It, no. No. Angels and Demons that. is much better. I don't, actually, yes. I don't really remember the
0: movie. Yes. Well. Um bonfire the vanities which is of course my selection for skip it 16 (laughs) percent yeah and then the circle which we mentioned at 15 but
1: no no one mentioned because i don't think anyone even knows this movie exists mazes and monsters which is one of his first Mm -hmm. films i forget what year it came out and he's the star of it but it basically revolves around a group of college friends playing dungeons and dragons and he kind of like loses his mind and starts believing oh. that he is actually his character. That actually sounds which was, like a great movie. Which was like actually like a big fear of people back in the in yeah. the seventies.
2: You're all being brainwashed. It yeah. was
1: that Dungeons and Dragons was like a thing of the devil, and yeah. that you would become uh, c- consumed by it. Oh.
2: Right. Which well, now really is yeah.
1: now which is now Fortnite. Yeah. Yes. uh, Very true. Uh,
0: Another discussion was favorite Madonna song from our five questions. Uh, So I did a little research. We all talked about ones. And this is solely based on the Billboard Top 100 chart. Uh, Her top song based on that, uh, number one, uh, top Billboard 100 song for six weeks, Like a Virgin. Mm -hmm. And then tied at second, both spending three weeks at number one, Vogue.
2: I loved Vogue. And
0: crazy been. for you from crazy the soundtrack so of good. Vision Quest
2: crazy with Matthew
0: Modine. You. Yeah. Um,
2: and
1: if you want to hear Quentin Tarantino's thoughts on Like a Virgin, you can watch Reservoir Dogs because I think the first fifteen minutes of that movie are devoted to what the meaning of Like a Virgin is. I don't want to yes. spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen Re- Reservoir Dogs, but go watch it. And dogs. the characters have a very long discussion about what that, what the meaning of that song. Mm. All right. Um, yeah.
0: And our final fact check, Jim and I were singing the praises, of course, of the amazing Richard Grieco film, If Looks Could Kill. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Katie had not seen it. so we didn't her view know tr- who Richard Grieco was. Grieco was. Oh,
2: did
1: you recognize it. him, by the
2: way? I, like, recognize... He looks like a poor man's Ray Liotta.
0: Like, How did you... That? <laughs> that's amount a great of definition of well, eyeliner. I, I,
1: I thought more like a poor man's... Uh, he was definitely, like, the second version of Johnny a- Depp.
0: Well, that's what um, he was. He was legitimately the poor man. I don't like Johnny comparing Depp. to Johnny Depp.
1: Um, but at the time, though, that was Johnny Depp. That's like, why they brought him in because, oh. like, Johnny Depp was on Twenty One Jump Street. and I see. He was that
2: character. Yeah. Basically. Well, so the difference is that Johnny Depp could actually pull off eyeliner, <laughs> and Richard Grieco strangely <laughs> looks can. like he's always wearing eyeliner, though. He well, is he might not. be. Yeah, he might be. Uh,
0: what did you think of the trailer?
2: It looks fantastic. I would. <laughs> I, I would group it into the same category as Chances Are and Roadhouse, um, which were both implausible movies from the 80s that I loved. So, I feel like, bring it on. Like, schedule schedule that movie for us to watch, please.
0: We will we will put it on the schedule to Fantastic. watch. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could all watch it together when you guys come up for my birthday. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That, that could be our movie. We just
2: booked the babysitters. The grandmothers are in, Brian. We are going to come and ring in your next decade of life with you
0: that's yes well, it'll be very exciting it's going to be very very exciting uh jim is going to perform uh there's going to be oh. music by craig goldberg yep
2: yep, yep. Um, that's jim that's jim's at stage the shovel name. T-
0: we will be at the. <laughs> that's my that's my stage
1: that's name, stage is, stage not name? name is not craig goldberg Craig i'm assuming that is not his stage name that is his real name that is his real name, name. that would
0: be an interesting stage name
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So yes, we will do if looks could kill. I the I I shared on my own social media the trailer on IMDb, and if you have not seen it, it's like a poorly dubbed narrated trailer. It is so by Richard Greco.
1: It looks great. Yeah, like the main character actually narrates the trailer, and there's it's not like it's like almost like an interview of him. It's so weird. It's, it's yeah, I've never seen a trailer. How, how bad was the like dubbing that?
0: in it? By the way, it's bad.
1: Yeah, the ADR. looks like there's so some
2: good effects though. The, the like the they, the, the, motion, the, the missile through the oh, hotel room, yeah. Yeah. and then it is better yeah. than
0: some James Bond movies. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, that's true. James Bond
0: it is definitely better than some I, James Bond movies. I will
1: go on record, and this is sort of my hot take, is that the James Band, James Bond franchise is like the most overrated franchise there is, mm. huh, by Here far. We go. All
2: right, bring bring it. it internet like come, well, at like him. come at him uh, come at me Keenan. okay get his neck uh,
0: oh i didn't do my drink uh in honor of i felt an immediate kinship to axel foley because i mm. myself just drive around at in points in my life with miller light in my trunk yeah and would would have it not if so, you're on a stakeout you a need point. that there was a point
2: axel foley axel rose who had the name first
1: uh i'm uh, sure axel rose did because he was born Yes, What's he, is, that oh, birth, no. is that we his first? We should birth actually name?
0: look that up. I don't know. Uh, no, no. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop was big before Guns N' Roses were big.
2: So did Axel Rose name himself after Axel Foley? <laughs> no, and I then don't then think... And is Rob McElhenney's son named after Axel Foley or Axel Rose? Mm-hmm. Probably not Axel Foley. Do they Foley? all spell it the same way?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, no, so no. no. Fact check that. He was born William Bruce Rose Jr.
2: That's very regal. Yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine why he didn't keep that. Uh, Guns uh-huh. and Roses. Um, all right, so Beverly
0: Hills Cop, Jim. What is our rundown this week?
1: Our rundown is Beverly Hills Cop is about a uh, a tough Detroit detective who uh, ends up heading out to L.A. to investigate the murder of his friend, uh, and the hijinks ensues that ensues when he mm. is paired up with well. He basically uh, is paired up with two detectives from the Los Angeles Police Department.
0: Well, Beverly Hills. Beverly
1: Hills. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Hence our film. Hence our Um, film. Great movie. Right (laughs) off the bat. Uh, Unbelievably fun movie. That was going to be a very different movie. Yeah. Because this film completely changed two weeks before it started to film. Because Eddie Murphy was not going to be in the movie. Katie, I think Jim knows already. Do you know who originally was going to play Axel Foley until two weeks before production started?
2: Mm. Fun fact. I have no idea.
0: This was a Sylvester Stallone movie.
2: Oh, it would have been awful. Yeah. Oh, he would have ruined it. it.
0: He rewrote it. And he rewrote it. um, So Bruckheimer and Don Simpson were producing it, who would go on to do, of course, the amazing Top Gun.
1: Yeah. And a lot of
0: cocaine. I think he died doing cocaine, Don Simpson. Um, But uh, Sylvester Stallone rewrote it, rewrote all this action, and it became too expensive. And they never wanted Sylvester Stallone anyway. They had wanted Eddie Murphy all along. Hmm. And they said, uh, well, we can't do Sylvester Stallone's version. So two weeks before, they hired Eddie Murphy to do it. And Sylvester Stallone took all the stuff he wrote for Beverly Hills Cop and went and made a little movie called Cobra. (laughs) <laughs> Cobra is actually the s- script that he wrote for Beverly Hills Cop.
2: I thought Cobra was a war movie.
1: No, it's not. It's about a, a cop. Um, yeah. And I believe I, I remember seeing Cobra. I don't remember what it's about at all, other than it, it, he's a police officer and there's he wears a lot of black and he shoots a lot of automatic weapons. Hmm. Um, but I think in the movie his name is Cobra.
0: It Cobra Ratty or something. Like yeah. That. yeah, like, uh, yeah. All right. And he, um, he that was going to be his name instead of Axel Foley. Yeah. And then he God. just took it and made his own movie. What I find <laughs> interesting, though, talk to you about the time of Hollywood. Um, the script was obviously rewritten then as a comedy, right? But Jenny. Eddie Murphy's friend was supposed to be the love interest, but they wouldn't allow her, I guess, to be the love interest because it would have been an interracial oh, relationship. Wow. So they turned her into a friend.
1: Which is well, how interesting how it ages the movie because I thought that watching it now in 2019 – that's a trope that it doesn't play into is that yep. having having a love interest you it is believable that those two are just friends yeah. from it worked out way better yeah but... and, and as it ages it's going to work out better because that's an interesting relationship it's not like even the way they talk to each other and make fun of each other i think it, it's like a natural friend relationship yep. and it was probably harder to believe in, in when this movie came out than yeah. it is now
0: yeah, yeah. agreed um, so the movie, thankfully, went to Eddie Murphy, um, <laughs> yes. who had been a huge star on SNL and had done some other stuff. Um, he had done uh, Forty Eight Hours by that point and some other, you know. But this was this was in many ways the beginning of these action comedies, right? Um, and will be kind of the blueprint for so many other ones after it. What jumped out at it about it?
1: Do you want to go first?
2: I I was just trying to think. I'm like I don't well. I just really I enjoyed the whole thing. I don't know if I have like (laughs) well I I think I think it's interesting that not a lot
1: really happens as far as like story and police investigation stuff. Um, This movie really does live and die by the comedy that happens in between. And if it wasn't Eddie Murphy and and Judge Reinhold, who I think is fantastic in this movie, Mm -hmm. oh he's great. um, if it not for the two of them, this movie would have been so terrible. Um, because there's really not much going on. <laughs> it is really no, yeah,
0: it's, I, I, I agree. Um,
1: um, but
0: it is. fantastic. And I wonder if that's because they, it, they, there were all these big action set pieces. <laughs> that they were supposed to have a slow and they just stripped it down and it's like Eddie Mer- that Not that there's bad action. I mean, the no. beginning action sequence is pretty good with the car going through Detroit and everything. Yeah,
1: that reminded me of, a lot of like Blues Brothers, like the uh, the lots of cop cars getting wrecked and yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do had you know, to- they
0: put like a um, a train I-beam on the front of that thing that's how they were able to film it oh <laughs> they really? like welded it onto that truck that's just how it was able to blow through oh my god all of that stuff i was it wondering was... well i don't find it interesting like in the 80s and stuff there was no cgi like they don't blow up nearly as much stuff now because mm-hmm. they just i mean sometimes to do like mission possible fallout are the ones where the guys are like we're gonna do real stuff but a lot of these movies now, it's, like, CGI stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine, it's, like,
0: they are literally t- they hitting homes. Yeah. They are, like, destroying God knows how many Yeah, cars. and there was really
1: a stuntman flying around on that chain. Like, yeah, home- <laughs>
0: that guy didn't want to get back in the truck, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, filmed it. Like, Eddie Murphy did, like, a little bit of it, but...
1: Yeah, that that was nuts. But
0: that. not uh, not that much. Uh, We love the song, The Start.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. The heat is on. Glenn Fry from the so Eagles. Good. Uh
2: <laughs> I think so, you know, we we talk a lot about like where are movies strong and where are they lacking? And I think this this movie's another example of how like you don't have to sacrifice everything to do one thing well. Right? Like there's still like I, the character is interesting. His relationship with other characters is interesting. I like seeing how the relationship with Judge Reinhold develops <laughs> through the end of the movie, and that's important for, you know, how everything plays out. Um, maybe some of the action is implausible, but entertaining.
0: <laughs> yeah, but and, the, I, the thing about the action is, I feel like the the action's usually implausible in every yeah. action
2: Sure, absolutely. Movie. Yeah, yeah, right but you're and more likely case, to buy
0: it if the that, characters are grounded it. In like this you're case, saying.
2: You believe like to me you believe that that's what Axel Foley would do. Right. right? Like from the beginning of the movie to the end. You're like I don't know. He, he is a clearly defined character.
1: But he's from even from like the beginning like uh, my what really sticks out to me now that I'm thinking about it is just how likable he is from like the get-go. Like as funny and as sarcastic and as um as much as he's making fun of the people around him, it is still, he's still like a, such an amazing character. And I think he's hard not to like. Um, and that that's Eddie Murphy like back in his prime, I think, because immediately, I don't think we've seen, I mean, thinking on the movies we've done, it's hard to remember someone that just like, he really like just jumps off the screen. And this is like, as like a gigantic star. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: it's a great vehicle for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting, again, because he comes in two weeks before. They're writing the script basically as they're filming it, and he's just delivering everything.
1: Well, and I'm sure you have a bunch of uh, interesting tidbits about the movie, but I'm assuming a lot of it was improv and and kind of seeded well, just stuff. like
0: throwaway lines. It was interesting because one of the things was the kind of funny how he played up... Being a black guy in Beverly Hills. Yes. Mm-hmm. And none of that was in the script. Yeah. Of there was course. no yeah, racial yeah. stuff in the script because it was gonna be Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. So they So he was able to just drop that's like he's the one who got Damon Wayne's to play the guy <laughs> who was it's giving funny, gave him the, the bananas. bananas. Yeah,
1: which was basically and... like Damon Damon Wayne's gay character from In Living Color. Oh um, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but before Because that was well before before in Living living Color, yeah, ten years maybe, right? I don't know.
0: Well, it's interesting because when you think about it, just how fucking bad this movie would have been if Sylvester Stallone was in it.
1: There's nothing about Sylvester Stallone that's funny. Like he can't do funny. No, but even
0: the whole idea of it would have been a really bad fish out of water. It turns into kind of a fish out of water story because all right, it's a cop from Detroit, but it's a black young black cop. Right. If it's Mm -hmm. Sylvester Stallone, it's supposed to be like, I'm a tough guy from Detroit. Like, that's
1: nowhere near as interesting or plausible. When you say that a fish-out-of-water story, it's really funny that, like, to me, because Eddie Eddie Murphy is so strong and the character is so strong but believable, he is not really a fish-out-of-water. It's like he brings his own water and puts puts all the other fish in his uncomfortable water, which like when he checks into that hotel, right. Which makes it such a better story to me. Like it's, it makes everything so much more, um, in, endearing because like to see a, a young black cop come from Detroit and just, uh, you know, feel out of place and not be successful because of, all the crap that's going on around him you know we could see that story and it's probably not very funny but to see him come to beverly hills and make everyone else around him uh uncomfortable and because he's doing things in a way that is better and and funnier um i just think it's it's such a better a better movie because of that
0: oh and it's your typical like he the way he just delivers lines in uncomfortable like when he takes um judge reinhold uh those two guys to the strip club you know you you got to have your nudity in the strip club yeah yeah
1: yeah he doesn't stop dancing the entire Entire time he just keeps his head like it's so funny Uh. um
0: I, i i judge Reinhold's so good in this when he and taggart are sitting in the car yes and he's like uh i have way more uh, when he's like you might have uh five pounds of <laughs> undigested red meat in your bowels yeah. right yeah.
1: now
2: i love him talking about the shrimp sandwich
1: the shrimp sandwiches oh, this, is this is really delicious do you have any this extra mayo
0: <laughs> what did they call a uh, late second dinner yeah late, oh my
2: god <laughs> he's trying so to funny. explain
1: it to the captain a late supper
0: um <laughs> uh, i i watching this movie um I grew up watching Beverly Hills Cop 2 much more. Because I think just that's what was on cable a lot at the time. Um so it was interesting. Yeah. I, I think I'm more fond of Beverly Hills Cop 2. It's probably it's not as good a movie. I'd have to rewatch it, but I yeah. it was pretty damn enjoyable, Beverly Spe- Hills Cop two.
1: Yeah, speaking of Sylvester Stallone, the Brigitte Nielsen, Nielsen. Is, is in it.
0: Yeah, and um, it's also I don't know if it's purposely done, but the the whole act of them robbing the um the racetrack yeah. I think is loosely based on one of Stanley Kubrick's first movies, which is The Killing. Okay. Which is a robbing of a thing. And we were talking about before we went on air, the villain in that is from uh Quantum Leap.
1: Oh yeah, that guy.
2: It's Al from Quantum Leap. That the villain in Beverly Hills Cop. Sorry, I was getting my beverage. Oh, Beverly. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop too. he Oh, how about the one in this movie? He is yeah, that guy who's the henchman creepy. who's
0: always like was always one of those creepy henchmen. Yeah, and like then uh, Mike,
1: like Mike from Breaking Bad in an early role. Oh uh,
2: yeah, young Mike as uh,
1: as a murderer. Basically uh, the same character. Yeah, <laughs> yep. maybe it wasn't the
0: same character. Oh <laughs> yeah. no, he's killed, so yeah. he, he couldn't have been. Um, at some great Eddie Murphy lines in this. The valet parking sequence,
1: which Don't. which, bad. which go bad. ahead. I yeah, he that. says he says uh, he pulls up to the valet. He pulls up to the valet in his what did they say? It was a, a blue pin... He, is it a pinto? Uh, something. Uh, what a
0: piece of crap car.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks like the dude's car from from uh, big, Lebowski. big big Lebowski, but blue, like baby blue, and he pulls up to a very fancy, what seems to be like a supper club, something very. Very, um, you know, well, he is the only minority there, right? Very elitist, club in Beverly Beverly Hills, and the valet park. The the valet looks at the car and he goes, "Uh, "Park this in a good spot." All this shit happened last time I was here. (laughs)
0: Well, how, about, how about that wasn't even written? Yeah, so yeah. it was just an insert shot. So originally Eddie pulls up, just gets out of the car and walks in. And Marty Brest, who's the director, is like, Eddie, we, we, we just, this is, a, this is, you got to do something. Just say something to the guy. He doesn't even get out of the car. Yeah. He hops back in the car, hits reverse, pulls right up, says that, walks in. And they're like, all right, we got it. That's
1: the most amazing. That was my favorite line in the whole movie. Oh, so and- how
0: about when we first get introduced to him and he's pretending to be the guy who stole the cigarettes? Yes and he goes oh, these are very popular cigarettes with children. <laughs> yes. You can't give me $2000 for these. Very popular children. <laughs> uh, uh, and then you get the you know, like some of these things that become tropes in like these types of movies but they
1: they originate from here,
0: yeah, which is yeah. what you realize. Like the angry captain who's always
1: yelling. Speaking of which, I immediately googled who is this guy because yeah. I was like cuz I was like oh, I recognize this guy. He's been in a ton of other stuff. He's never been in anything else yeah. but Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3, and he's a real cop from Detroit. Yeah. He was the chief. He That's ran for amazing. mayor. He That's ran for mayor of cool.
0: Detroit. He, he was the guy that they were studying like when they were doing the uh, walking through Detroit with police, and they're like, do you want to you want to read this script? We think you might be good for this role.
1: He is fantastic. In the scene in the beginning where he's talking about getting his ass chewed, chewed off, look at my ass. There's nothing even left. <laughs> And then he, when he's She's walking so away, good. Axel goes, chief. And he turns around and, he goes, and looks at him and he says, you still got a little little ass there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we also get Paul Reiser. Uh, oh, yeah. being anybody. I remember him more from the second one. Remember the second one? Uh, he has to guard the Corvette.
1: Like, I don't and, remember that. Remember the second
0: one. Eddie Murphy like goes away and he's got to watch. He had a bigger role because by that point, Paul Reiser had become bigger. Mad so they gave you. him a little bit. A little bit more uh, I still will
1: say, with regard to Paul Reiser, the biggest slimeball character in the history of cinema was played by Paul Reiser in Aliens. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And Bye Bye Love.
2: <laughs> Tangent. The aliens done by the high school. Oh yeah. Is, you, just, you just reminded me of that.
1: We'll have to. Yeah. We'll talk about that next
2: episode. I think we might know the know somebody who went to that school. Okay. Yeah interesting oh we, right.
0: we know more about that yep. I, I thought that was really interesting uh we get a cousin balky Bartokamus appearance um in this film from perfect strangers one of the all-time great tgif shows
2: i love With- bronson love bronson i
0: had just made a uh perfect strangers reference on this week's too. episode of uh addled, uh, uh. which will be dropping tomorrow. Um, I was uh, talking to Kenan and Tim and saying how, in many ways, we are the family matters to their Perfect Strangers because mm. Jim and I appeared on their show and then nice, the decided to do this show just like just <laughs> yeah. like Harriet was the there elevator operator yes, in was. Perfect Strangers. Yes, she yeah. was, and then turned into that. Uh, nice. He was was the only person on set who made Eddie Murphy laugh.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, creepy. that voice. Apparently, he based that character on a real person. Yeah, um, and the line uh, "Don't be stupid" is something that this guy, who he had met that had an accent, would always say. He was like, "Don't be stupid." <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> them, them talking uh, art. There's just those little like, things. Eddie's and little and he... like chit chat things with all of the characters, oh, yeah, like yeah, the questions so he asks. How much does this stuff sell for? You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like great uh, little moments. Just,
0: there's some good, and and the action's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, they I mean there's some sequences. I feel like it, at some point it was it was um a little like short. It kind of got to the end and
2: Yeah. But the you have to remember in, that the scene I, these movies
0: didn't have as big a budget maybe at that yeah. time. Like the second one has bigger set pieces and stuff in it than I this wanted
2: one. I wanted the showdown at the end. Like what you know when what's the the bad guy's name? Uh
0: um, oh, I keep forgetting
2: whatever his name is creepy <laughs> creepy dude creepy uh, importer with yeah. the dude from breaking bad you know they do their like tough guy routine with eddie and judge reinhold and then they just leave <laughs> and, oh, I, and uh... I was like i'm sorry but there was not that much conversation ever like so we've seen these guys kill multiple times like they would have just shot them like there's not going to be like a you know, like let's let's talk this through. We're gonna let our the, the like third yeah. in line take care of you. Victor Maitland. I wanted yes, there to Victor be a Maitland. showdown. Victor showdown. Yes. I, I don't I don't
0: disagree with you there, Katie. I yeah. think partly this comes from the director had never directed action sequences. Again, they were running on a leaner budget. Um
1: Yeah. But that it was, was the only okay. thing. Like the yeah, shootout
2: it- at the end was great. I just wanted I wanted Eddie to like head off, you know, to to throw down against him earlier. You know, he, he ends up having his moment.
1: You wanted are like, don't make me shoot you, Richard. Yeah, moment.
2: <laughs> it was so. I guess that wasn't the final scene, right? So like we do get that showdown when he's you know.
0: Yeah, but only holding, mildly
2: holding the friend hostage, and I love that she was involved with rescuing herself. Not always yes. makes me feel good.
0: It was almost very roadhouse esque mm-hmm. in its ending. Yep, she no. didn't.
2: She didn't fully need to be rescued, but yeah, the the scene at the warehouse, I just felt like, just that that was just a little 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 flaw, little little valley amidst the peaks. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, yeah, I thought they did a pretty damn good job with this movie. Yeah. This is definitely uh, it, it ages well. A lot of comedy slash police films from that time period. I don't think. Um, age particularly well. This Jim and I wanted I to talk was... about
2: Eddie Murphy's wardrobe and oh, um, yeah. whether oh, yeah. any other actor could pull off so many short sleeve Such... sweatshirts. I meant to borrow one from, <laughs> but from my dad today. The
1: other thing to mention uh, as far as the wardrobe is that at one point there are the two guys that are walking past him the other direction yeah that are basically wearing versions of things that Eddie Murphy had worn. Yes.
2: well, it's like the Thriller. It's in, like the Michael Jackson Yeah, it's thriller. sort of like a...
1: a Mike, leather suit. Michael Jackson-style yeah. jacket, but it's really more Eddie Murphy delirious, where yes. he wore, like, the leather red leather outfit, and he just cracks up laughing at them. And so, like, that's the other thing about this movie. Eddie Murphy laughs through the entire thing. And it's very believable because his... He's not acting when he's laughing. You could tell, like that, that is that is his legitimate that is laugh. His legitimate oh, that's laugh. his legit and laugh. It is, yeah. yeah,
2: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and so, like, when you think about that, if I told you there was a comedy where the main character laughs at his his own and the jokes going on around him for the entire movie, you would be like, "That's going to be terrible." But it actually sort of makes it like believable that he is this sarcastic, funny guy. That but it I,
2: I, it the, also plays that like the interplay between the genre works really well because when he gets serious, it feels serious. Yes. He, you know, yes. like like the relationship between him and his friend, is very believable. The guy that gets shot. Yeah, right? like oh, that, yeah. Even though yeah. That, we only see the, the two of them for three minutes, back. like it feels yeah, very they, believable. Yeah.
1: When that guy, said, that's a really touching moment when they are yes. drunk and uh, he asks him why. I think it was great. Eddie asked why, him yeah, why, yeah, he, why he stole,
0: was, they stole a car together yeah, and he yeah. didn't. He didn't let Eddie Murphy get. In Why trouble didn't you rat me out? I he says you. I
1: love you. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Ugh. So good. Again. It was. it was really good and the Believe studio it
1: more wanted than that, that cut. The
2: Notebook. Right there, two of them. <laughs> <You> better <laughs> love story better, than the it love, a Put A, a wig, wig on him and outshine and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. And
1: it's shocking when that guy's killed. It's not it's not yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That yeah. was I I just thought they did a they did a really good job um with this movie and it stands the test of time and is worth Watching if you've never, yeah, I mean, people may never
1: have seen it. Eddie Murphy does have that history of, of a lot of gay joke humor, that sort of peeks its head into this movie a little bit, but at the same time, he's sort of in this movie, he's at least using it to play on the insecurities of like the the rich and famous at this club. It's yeah. not actually, to me, it didn't seem as disparaging towards, uh, you know, to gay to gay people at least. Yeah, no, it's
0: ill. It, it makes me sad that he's kind of got just like nothing
1: now. Well, yeah. he's gone way into kids movies. I would, lead, I would love to see him come back and, and once they're all grown and have something serious. Which I do believe there's a, a Beverly Hills Cop four in in development.
0: Yeah, and mm. that was going to be with his kid, and then they were going to turn it into a TV show, and then hmm. so we'll, hopefully we'll get it. Get yeah. Judge Reinhold back.
1: Yeah, and and, and Taggart's dad. It. They're going to yeah. investigate. What happened? He's to
0: something. Do I don't that. know. It, I mean, but it's got to be that. I, that it, he did. A, he had a run of amazing for a while there.
1: Yeah. Would I, I forget? Was this the? I I think uh, the first of like six of his films that were number one at the box office.
0: Oh had yeah, That yeah. Probably. I mean, there's this Beverly Hills Cop two, uh, Golden Child. The
1: gold. By the way, another forty eight <laughs> hours. I don't know if my mom's watching. But we loved the Golden Child. Oh,
0: I love the Golden Child. Yeah, we, we watched it too. Yeah,
1: and and I will say, as far as like, if you and your, if you and, well, we decided that you and Patty did not watch. Chances are, but that was the story that me and Katie came up we with. Had, it. It's like the only reason that Brian story. likes <laughs> is that yeah. yeah, you created a false. Just narrative. like my the, mom
2: and I watched Silk The stalking. strange rom com. will we'll
1: get to that later. <laughs> the strange rom com <laughs> that me and my mom watched was Inner Space. Oh which, yeah, <laughs> which is a great film. That but, is a
0: great film.
1: But right next to Space was The Golden Child. I want the naive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy, a peak performance in uh, a really weird movie. I've never a seen really it. A really weird movie. Really good. we got to watch really it. Good. Anyone see uh, a Harry Krishna midget, <laughs> bald midget, floating in a tree? <laughs> or was it just me?
0: <laughs> He's so good. Uh, okay, time to go Spanning Globe. Uh, this week's Instant Reaction trailer is The Joker with Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. So
1: we watched it. I, Katie watched it last night. We
2: should have put a camera on you, my face. You go first. I said I said, it looks amazing and awful at the same time. And when I say awful, it's just what it's going to do to my whole soul and stomach <laughs> yeah. the whole, through the whole movie because I couldn't even handle the trailer. It looks fantastic, but I also don't want to watch it.
1: Yeah, mm. I. A few things. One, the first thing that stood out to me was that the acting that he's doing just with his body looks insane. Like they talk about Christian Bale losing all this weight and doing different things to, to kind of fit the fit the the mold of the character he's playing but he is doing something in these scenes where his body is like contorting and looking sickly sickly and like in and unnatural. Yeah. Is the only way to put it. Uh yeah. disturbed, yeah. really. Um so like like thinking of the Joker and like how disturbed his mind is and how that would change his body, right? Like crazy. Two, I I think it looks fantastic. But I am not sure I would even want to know where the Joker came from. That's
2: yeah, interesting. Like the idea of of giving an a sympathetic side to one of the most popular villains yeah. of all time. Right? Well, I
1: I and I sort of was thinking we were chatting about this last night. I lo- I've always loved the idea that the Joker sort of is just the figurehead of all this chaos that right. already exists. He right. is not. He is not strum. He is not drumming this up. He yeah. is just exploiting he, it. He's just exploiting it, right? So, like, which sounds, which to me, can be very topical in this in this environment. Um, but he, so like knowing, like, if the Joker doesn't exist, all the all the shitty things that he sort of allows to happen are still there, ready to be taken advantage of because no one gives a shit. Um, and so. I've always loved the kind of nebulous idea that we don't quite know who he is, um, at least in the film universe. I'm sure there are people, Keenan, who are listening to this that are like, "We know exactly who the Joker is because in issue 255 of Detective Comics, we know that he did this." And Keenan, yeah, but I'm
0: not sure that's even going to be the take. Of I know,
1: it. I know, but I, I, I just, I. And then the third thing I'll say. So that that aside, if they do stick with this, I hope that they keep this as part of some Bat Bat universe that is separate from the DC EU or whatever the hell they're calling it, and they build a franchise without any of those other characters. Just give me a Batman and Joker universe and leave every other DC character out of it because they're all garbage,
0: except for Robin.
1: Robin is garbage, <laughs> and Nightwing is garbage. Sorry, Keenan. I I thought it was.
0: Uh, I thought I'm sure it's good because he can act a little too um, Scorsese.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, like I don't know if I it's king that. of comedy. Uh, it's Taxi Driver. It's yeah. yeah, yeah taxi, I can see Taxi
1: Driver. Yeah.
0: You know. I so hey. I I have been on the record of my distaste of DC movies. Uh perhaps this one will be different.
2: So Todd, so Todd who's Phillips, it?
1: Todd Phillips old school. And what else? What else? Is hangover. He, hangover.
2: What any serious? Starsky films? and Hutch.
1: He did do a few serious films. I forget which yes. which ones. Um, um yeah, he's he's kind of
0: transitioned more into that. Like Adam McKay. Recently.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy Very to similar. think that Adam McKay is making some of the most serious films we're seeing recently. Yeah, um, and he's is,
0: uh, uh not... he and Will Farrell just ended their producing company. Oh, really? Yeah, amicably. Oh, okay. They just want to do different things. Uh so he, th- his most recent ones, um Todd Phillips, uh Joker, uh he's been doing a lot of producing. He produced The Star is Born. Oh. Um he was doing some TV, so this is kind of his jump into uh you know, some more serious it things. It looks so, super listen, heavy.
2: It looks really heavy. Yeah. I don't know if I can watch it.
0: It's a different take. It looks a little different, you know, so we'll see. You
1: I know, love the things. idea. I the, the whole trailer hinges on that line. Like, I thought my life was a tragedy and it turns out it's a comedy. Yes. That is like brilliant because all you're seeing in this trailer is tragedy. Yes. And so like, to that really does hone in on like what makes the Joker so special, which is that as shitty as things are for him, he's just always joyful in the chaos and enjoying everything that's going... Like, mm. if Batman beats him, he's happy because he gets like, to figure get to out a new another, way to do it again. Yeah. And, like... That's, it,
2: it, it, the play on that in Lego Batman... Is amazing. Is so good.
1: Lego like, <laughs> Batman is freaking oh, fantastic I love, as like, good yeah. as the lego movie if you have so good yeah. yes so good um I, yeah and
0: i just love heath ledger in the dark knight so oh, I, yeah. I
1: part of me you know, liked, i was asking whether like he different
0: in... would like different villains you know i'd like uh, uh, yeah. an exploration of different type of characters it's kind of sure. what i liked about spider-man um, homecoming when they redid that for the marvel one it was a character i didn't know again because i don't read the comics and in the new one it's a character i don't like they didn't go yeah. to the green goblin you know it's it's just like i haven't seen it yet unique. i still and, haven't seen homecoming yeah homecoming's quite good uh, um i think you would like michael that. keaton um, isn't, right oh yeah and michael keaton's amazing in it he's he's really good mm. oh i'm speaking of batman and michael keaton it just kicked my mind and, um they're re-releasing all all the pre-Christopher Nolan Batmans in theater this spring. I so care. I really want to go see Batman. 8. You don't like the first one? It's okay. Bat-
2: oh, I like the, that I, one. I did love Michael Keaton.
0: I might go see Batman and Robin again. No.
2: <laughs> Who was Robin in that?
0: <laughs> Chris, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. And they had Alicia Silverstone as and Batgirl. Girl. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And gave George Clooney bat nipples. Yeah. Classic film. Uh, all right. New game this week. Uh our game is called higher or lower. Um Ooh, so I'm going to give you games. three different films mm-hmm. and you're going to say is this a film that ranks higher or lower than Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. All right? And okay. all of them are cop films. All okay? right? Okay. All right. So our first one is a film right in this time period, so it's a contemporary of um Beverly Hills Cop. Lethal Weapon with mm. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover.
2: Okay. So, I loved Lethal Weapon, but now my love of Mel Gibson has soured and tanked. So, that's going to go lower for me.
1: I'm lower on Lethal Weapon as well.
0: I'm, um, I think slightly lower. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly lower. Um Lethal Weapon was pretty deep. Lethal Weapon was more serious so you didn't have the no. comedy and stuff. But yeah, I would I agree slightly lower. Uh all right. Number 2. Uh Beverly Hills Cop is it higher or lower than The Naked Gun?
1: <sighs> no, The Naked Gun is it higher or lower than Beverly yes. Hills Cop? I guess. It. Yes. I yeah,
2: Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah, I go
1: I'm going to go lower mm-hmm. with the caveat that it is if <laughs> it depends on the mood. And I would say I'm more in the mood for Beverly Hills Cop 98% of the time. But there are probably 2% of the time where I would say Naked Gun, the comedy in Naked Gun strikes me funnier than the comedy in Beverly Hills Cop. But I am more of a Beverly Hills Cop guy. So I would say lower than Beverly Hills Cop.
2: I agree. Lethal Weapon is your, you know, your old school. So I feel like if you're in the mood for just like the, the slapstick laughs, uh, then Leslie Nielsen, you know, fits the bill. But as a whole movie, lower, lower than Beverly Hills. Uh,
0: Naked Gun is higher oh. than um, Naked Gun is. No, one Brian, of that's the I stories. don't know if
1: you know, but that's like your opinion, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is.
1: <laughs> you just I said, would you pick... you said uh, it was like you had re- you had like turned yes. to the book of like higher or lower. I think like, it is. You um, must um, in, not in, know in on page
0: of films. <laughs> Culturally which sphere. film is more culturally significant? Naked uh, Gun.
1: On page thirty four of the higher or lower book.
0: Yeah. That Naked I Gun. wrote. Yeah, that I wrote this morning. Published. <laughs> uh, by the way, is a quick plug. On the internet. Naked Gun, which was a television show, turned into a movie. Yes. Is the theme of this week's uh, old episode that I'll be appearing in.
1: The is the show's not called Naked Gun.
0: Uh, it's called, the full title of the Naked Gun movie is The Naked Gun, Stories from the Files of Police Squad. And uh, Police Squad was the TV show. Yes. six episode. We'll talk, if you want to know more Surely about that, you can't talk about it this week on Pop Addled.
1: Oh, we uh, should, podcast. yeah, yeah. And that we should listen to Pop Addle before our next episode. And, uh, well, that might be tough this week because we've got a short yes. turnaround. But.
0: Uh, okay, final movie here. I, I chose one that we've done. Yeah. All right, that involved police. So, uh, is The Departed higher or lower than Beverly Hills Cop?
2: Lower. Lower. So low.
0: I have The (laughs) Departed as higher than Beverly. Of
2: course you do, Brian.
0: (laughs) I think as a film, it's better than Beverly. I enjoyed watching Beverly Hills Cop more, but I think... The Departed is a probably a better film than yeah. Beverly Hills.
1: Cop. So the um, it's interesting. The Beverly Hills Cop is it talked about as far as money. Uh, it's always pointed to the example of how successful an R-rated comedy can be. Oh yeah, because it was the highest money made by an R-rated film all the way until Matrix Reloaded, I think.
0: Yeah, it made a killing and the budget yeah. was like very much under control. Yeah. Um yeah, it's one of those ones that just made an obscene amount of money yeah. based on what its return is. Yeah. It's I mean it's it, it's the it was like the perfect storm of an actor who was unbelievable in that window with yeah. a vehicle that was good for them and kind of a uh led to a bunch of awful knockoffs by the yeah, way. True, true really bad knockoffs, but uh, a great sequel. Uh, okay, this week's uh, things we talk about at, over a beer at Oscars, uh, it is pilot season. And as we've talked about on the show, Katie, Jim, and I do not watch any network television. Uh, no. But I did find um, earlier this week, and we'll continue this uh, with our next episode, I thought we would do some dramas that are being filmed for pilot season. And you can give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, and it just a hint here pretty much everything will be a thumbs up i down. was gonna this, say
2: now did you selectively choose these did you look there for the are ones that looked like the worst I, yeah,
0: well i went to the ones that were being dubbed as like the heavy hitters um for each of these we're gonna let the um,
2: urban bunny weigh in on this
0: yeah all right so let me i'll just quickly go through a few of these thumbs up or thumbs down uh they are doing on the cw network um, a little show called The
1: Lost Boys. They That's can right. fucking die <laughs> in a fire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that was very aggressive. Okay. Uh, aggressive. For some reason, they're turning A-F. a film from
0: the 80s into a television show. A marginally
1: show. good film that. Mm. <laughs> Did you see Lost but
2: Boys? No. Is that Key for Sutherland*? N- yes,
0: yes, and the Corys. And that Corys I
2: may have and- seen that actually. Where yeah, like? I think I did.
1: Yeah, their mother. the The mother is dating a vampire who's no now one. turning all the teenagers into vampires. Nope,
2: didn't see it. <laughs>
0: okay, well, that's one of the <laughs> network shows. Uh, here's another network show, a uh, little one that ABC is giving us called *The Baker and the Beauty*. And it tells the unlikely romance between a blue collar baker and an international superstar. How will their relationship work?
2: Are there just Death like in the fire? No, are there no one? Is no one writing stories? What? Like, no, what, there that are. Is people, a, like a 1998 here, Hallmark mark made for here, TV. Here's,
1: movie. here's the problem:
0: Starring Freddie Prince Jr. There are, and Melissa no. Joan. Yes, Art. exactly. There are millions right.
1: of people writing incredible stories, I'm sure. <gasps> Um, but there are even more millions of people watching CSI Yes, <laughs> and NCIS. Uh, uh, how about this one? Somebody wrote
0: a beautiful song that's being turned into a TV show. ABC is bringing you the heart of life, which was inspired by the John Mayer song of the same name. So they've turned a John Mayer song into a drama.
1: Okay. okay. So Thoughts? this sounds like it's going to be I'm on out. the, this is us or. I'm
2: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bourbon Bunny says there's actually some, like, possibility here. I was just talking to your mother today about how with, like, the the influx of the 23andMe and Ancestry.com stuff, there's all of these stories coming out of, like, folks who didn't know they were related or who didn't know that their mm-hmm. dad wasn't their dad and, There's story there, like there's whole families being turned upside down right now. So Bourbon Bunny says this is possible. This is possibly good. So
0: you're in on the heart. Well, I think
2: it's at least plausible, right? Like the the first. Well, uh, the first one's a fantasy, and that's fine. I like I'm into vampire stories. Okay. Well, uh, here here's the most implausible.
0: So let me. This is the last one. This is very plausible. A little show that CBS is going to roll out uh, and test called Frankenstein. Right? Hey, Frankenstein going monster. Here's the tagline. A San Francisco homicide detective is mysteriously brought back to life after being killed, but he, as he resumes his old life, he and his wife realize he is not the same person he used to be. They zero in on a strange man behind his r- resurrection, Dr. Victor Frankenstein.
1: CBS I, Mary, is fucking Mary awful. Shelley
2: is rolling in her grief. How? What? How? no
1: cbs is terrible no and and no i have not i mean no besides this the odd comedy here and there i have not seen a network drama that That i have enjoyed i I can't even remember parenthood was pretty good um yeah parenthood was good i don't like this is us and and from what i've been seeing online Lots of other people are falling into line of being like,
2: "Oh, all these people suck." <laughs> no, you're right, and well, and I have to admit, like, I've kind of stopped watching the yeah. most recent season, so I feel like it was strong. Not you can only anymore.
1: emotionally manipulate people for so long before mm-hmm. yes. it That's just true. wears. That's
2: off. why
0: you need shorter seasons and like less Lost. runs. Yep.
1: Yeah, Lost would have been amazing if it was ten episodes a season for yeah. four seasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I still love Lost, but you're yep. right; it would have been even too better. long. Um, it's for too all right. Long. Time for five questions, and okay. Katie's answering this week, so it's bound to be interesting. Yeah,
1: so set your clocks. We'll we'll check Wait, back in an what time, hour. What time is it? It's already No, we have to read each. We question are
2: going to bed by times. ten. Jim and I rolled in from New York City at two a.m. last night, and Lily was roll like ready to roll at Ugh. seven. So oh, yeah. wow. we are going to sleep. All right, Sounds here we go. Let's do All this. right, here we go.
0: Thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, the Shelley Long film Troop Beverly Hills
2: three thumbs up and a bourbon bunny i don't know this film oh at all beverly God, hills what a we thrill you remember the song katie movie? of course oh is this, this is the, the, the little movie. girls right it's the, the uh, brownies, brownies the, yeah. well whatever the girl scout troop m- that's like um, shelly, yeah. shelly do Long. do they get lost in beverly Ruffles? hills or something yeah. well kind of they, yeah like they're like torrey spelling was in it yeah fabulous Love Do the you movie. know the Muffler Man? The Muffler Watched Man. The Muffler it Man. All the time. Ugh. Surprise! Surprise! This thing is still, it's still wet. I may have used a I'm like going to so say moist. Dude, Jim, you are
0: going to get. <laughs> you're going to so get like no, some kind of illness. Like I you know. Oh that god, it feels so gross. gross.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like very clean. But it's I cold wa- now. I washed it really well.
0: <laughs> oh, is, oh, yeah. oh, god. <laughs> There's all <laughs> sorts of diseases on that thing. All right, question
2: two. There's respiratory. I'm very clean. Question
0: two. Better Perfect Strangers character. Balky Bertakumas or Cousin Larry Appleton?
2: Not even a question. I recognize the need for Cousin Larry as the street man, but Balky wins without even a discussion. Like, 100%.
0: I think Cousin Larry is one of the
2: oddest, like, supposed, yeah. supposedly normal characters yeah, in the history of television. but I think it's the juxtaposition between the two of right. them that makes for the, you know, the, the humor, yeah. right? Um, but Balky's phenomenal. Love him. Okay.
0: Question three. Fill in the blank. If you could set a cop film in any city in the world, it would be blank. Fill in the blank. <laughs>
2: city would so pottsville arguably Town. not yeah, a that's city fine, but that's but okay yes Pot, pottsville, pottsville pennsylvania really? Interesting. yeah okay. well and i would like to see so like as teenagers there our impression was that the cops literally had nothing to do besides like drive around and kick people out of the dunkin donuts parking lot so i like legitimately would like to see what is it like yeah. to actually be Sounds a, cop like a, hell and, of a movie yeah, yeah. no i, I <laughs> bet i bet joey. you I bet you it's actually yeah. very interesting.
1: You could rake a movie out of the experience I had last night at the toe pound in New York City. I'm
2: sure you could. Oh, I am sure I you would, could. Yeah, that he could had be a whole movie. So many, many cops that just really wanted somebody to talk to. Yeah, they just wanted. They were someone so lonely, Brian. <laughs> <listened>. <laughs> oh my God, so like, did you we tell we them about the podcast? Home, no, I did you get not. them to like,
1: subscribe, and share? None of these people were people that I would want to continue uh, yeah, even <laughs> oh, an ancillary that's, relationship that's with. A shame. That's a shame. shame. Because they were all very nice. to They were very nice to me. but they were also very aggressively wanting to be interacting with me at (laughs) more than a level of like, I have your fucking car and you want it back.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Take what you can get. Uh, All right. Question four. Favorite question. Mm. Uh, Katie, what is your favorite 90210 character?
2: All right. Confession time. Katie has never watched 90210. Not one single episode. I think at one point I tried to sneak an episode at my house. Because you were not allowed. I was not allowed to watch Nine and Two and So, I mean, I had like a kind of basic understanding of who the people were, and I, my understanding was that they were all pretty horrible humans. Um, so they really weren't that bad. I'm gonna say. T- no, hold on, hold on. I, no 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 no
1: steve was the worst i
2: have steve no was the i, worst, I, I have no yeah. knowledge so let the, me tell full, you full disclaimer I, 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 no, well, I know i, I hate what? tory spelling but okay I, but this one i find interesting we were
0: talking about this before the show you did not watch 90210 your yes, mom would not, not. No. but we found out uh earlier on social media this week i tweeted out um mm-hmm. and put on facebook that silk stockings the classic usa show of the early 90s uh, it's now streaming on yep. Amazon Prime, and I highly recommend everybody watch it. You were allowed to, and in fact, watch Silk Stockings with your mom. Well, but you I watched not it allowed with Peg. To watch I did
2: so, oh. and it was very awkward. Like I remember there being quite a few episodes, and I thought I was like, I feel like I was pretty young. So when I looked it up today, I, I was eleven when Silk Stockings started. Um, there were some really disturbing episodes. Well, every episode was oh, like, about some sort of sex crime. Deviant behavior yeah so i don't know if it's that um like peg likes silk stockings but did not like 9210 and so that was what made that decision on what i was allowed to watch um because you know there was no dvr there was no like watching things later yeah. after the kids went to bed so maybe that's what it was was that that was a show that peg wanted to watch and so i got to silk watch it silk stockings
0: great show I yeah. loved show. that
2: show. But yeah, there Great were show. some awkward moments. Jim is still trying to find me Scott Scanlon. a
1: 90210
2: character that Scott I Scott Scanlon like.
1: was her favorite character. Okay. Scott Scanlon. Oh, he was the one that so, shot himself. Right? Are, can, yeah, I, he, can we he, be
2: clear about this? Did the two of you watch 90210? Oh, I
1: used to watch it. So you know what's funny about that? The, the, I, I watched some of it. Um, I don't remember like being extremely into it. But I remember everyone else being yeah. so into it. And yeah. I remember specifically show. being in the Waldron cafeteria while people are, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. I forget what grade that was. but
2: I sat up on my feet, and now look at how much taller I look than you on on the screen.
0: Oh. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. For all the it's people tall. listening on the podcast, that doesn't So, happen.
1: for everyone to know, Scott, Scott Scanlon and Brian Austin Green... Um, Brian Austin Green's character, I forget, David, right, David? David, yeah. Um, they were, like, best friends, and they were the two underclassmen. Oh. So while everyone else were, I don't know if they were seniors or whatever. they No, were,
0: they were, like, junior. Might but, have only been
1: sophomores. Right, but these two were. they were in were, high school for seven seasons. I was going to say, right, did they stay right? that age for all of the <laughs> yeah, years these, of Minnesota? Yeah. These two were, were. No, they went um, into college. Were, and then yeah, these two were freshmen, um, and Scott accidentally shoots himself playing showing off with a gun in a more you know you should watch this with your children yeah. type episode. Mm.
2: Um now I don't know where to go from that. Yeah. So I'm just going to say we could talk save by the bell all day oh, long. That's right. well, who's your favorite save by, by the bell character? That's who's very your... hard for me. That's a very okay, hard question. Well, then we'll for just move on. To answer, I'm going to go with <laughs> You you're the one who said talk No, I know. About I, know, it, I do. I have, have like an I've have, I have we have a lot that we could talk about. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mr. Belden. Oh go Jesus Mr. Belden. Christ! Actually, <laughs> interestingly he's though, he's necessary do, for the show. Yes, do
0: you, but you know, you should have said the guy from Silk Stockings who was on 90210 because there was, was a on- yeah, there was a 90210 Melrose Place because Kelly oh, started. But- Dating somebody but on Brad, uh, again,
2: like I wouldn't know that. I was over there watching at Silk Stockings. Did they come yeah. over to Silk Stockings? Because then I no, would have known who they no, were. No, that's
0: why he left Silk Stockings. <laughs> they killed him, so he could go be on Melrose Place.
2: Yeah, and I don't remember the the other folks that replaced them. Uh, which apparently happened in 95, which means that I was watching Silk Stockings between the ages of 11 and 14. Like, yeah. That was my prime yeah, Silk great show. Stockings. Watch version. it, Amazon yep. Prime, season yep. one.
0: Uh, All right. Deep thoughts question now of the week. Mm. If you had to cast your own action comedy buddy cop film, who would be your stars? All
2: right, so going for the comedy route, I'm going with like Kristen Bell and Leslie Jones.
1: I was, oh my God. I was really close that, to the scene. Is
2: that genius or what? It
1: is genius because I was thinking, let's gender swap this thing.
2: Yep.
1: And I was, th- Kristen Bell was absolutely one of them. She'd be hysterical. And I went, Megan McCarthy. Okay. As the other, but
2: let's think about Leslie Jones.
1: Le- you're way better, yeah, way better.
2: So funny. I mean, I also love Megan McCarthy, which which I reminds me of Leslie that Mar-
1: that Martin Freeman skit in uh yes. Saturday Night Live where Martin Freeman, the little white guy, is marrying Leslie Jones. Yeah, 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 and yeah,
2: the dynamics of it, and
1: every and and the, the priest, Kristen
2: Bell's filthy mouth. Oh yeah, like definitely. I, there's so much. How I want her to be dipping. That, that I want her is to be dipping on the show, right?
1: If you could cast Kristen Bell as like a filthy like disgusting cop it would be so funny so good yeah
0: I had uh, Idris Alba uh huh and Emily Blunt
1: <sighs> see I don't know if Idris and Emily but, would but be very funny? funny
2: is that funny no but no I oh, would watch, she's funny I would watch never, them Never how yeah. she got
1: her break
2: no I was don't remember
1: the the the
0: secretary in Devil Wears Prada uh, oh yeah and he's
2: I've, I no,
0: I don't remember
2: that that's actually far. a really good movie yeah yeah, yeah. I, so uh,
0: yeah, and I they sure. would be—they'd be British cops because right. they're both British. I like that oh. idea.
1: Yeah, I do like that I
2: love idea. all all shows and they, with instead British of Beverly accents. Hills.
0: They go to the equivalent of Beverly Hills, which is Chelsea. Perfect, <laughs> Chelsea Hills cops. Yes, love and it. that's where they be.
1: All right, time for uh, recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone some put Na- Nathan Fillion in like a for real movie as oh. a funny guy, please.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. no more shitty cops. No choice. more shitty.
1: Should he network network shows? shows yeah, hour-long like network shows. Idea.
2: Where did my recommendations go?
1: Like,
0: uh, I don't know. Jim, do you have recommend? I'll do my recommendations um, first. Go ahead. Or do you have yours? You can do yours if. Um. You no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so my recommendations, I've been watching a lot of Criterion films. The Criterion channel uh, starts tomorrow. Um, I am not paying for it because I don't want to pay for another cable channel. Uh, But my library has all their uh, Criterion collection, so I watched two different. I got Stanley Kubrick's The Killing, Mm -hmm. um, and interestingly, it's one of his first big films that he did. This was before Lolita, and then Lolita led into... Um, Doctor Strangelove, but they also did this little hour-long movie he did, which was Killer's Kiss. So if you get the Criterion DVD, you can see two of Kubrick's earliest films, um, which were really interesting. And I also watched Terrence Malick's, uh, uh, famous from Tree of Life thin and Thin Blue
1: Line or uh, thin, thin Red, red Line.
0: line. Red um, his first movie, Badlands, uh, which was about like one of the first American. A serial Killers in the 50s with Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. Right. Really good. I watched that last night. Uh, also, Silk Stockings, season one on awesome. Amazon Prime. And uh, the Pop Addle podcast. I will be appearing uh, as a guest in this week's episode. So check those guys Yay.
1: out. Go ahead, Katie.
2: Um, so I don't know whether I've recommended this guy before, but he's so good that he deserves a second recommendation Um I've been lucky enough to Skype with author Adam Gidwitz and his illustrator, and he's not not his illustrator, but the illustrator of several of his books, uh, Hatem Ali. Um, So Inquisitor's Tale for your like seventh. To eighth graders, love it. Um, the Unicorn Rescue Society. We are reading Ooh. right now with our second Claire grader. Would love that! I it's think so good. And he bases all that. of his stories. He's like really into folklore and legend and fairy tales. Um, and so this one's like the New Jersey Devil. Um, and there's it's a series, so I know this one's Which, New Jersey. I don't know where the next one goes.
1: There's a X Files episode based on New Jersey. Yes, Devils, also so Brian true. Did it into that
2: Very cool. Um, love it. And then he also has a series based on the grim fairy tales. There is also a podcast, which we have started listening to. And the, my fantastic. kids love it. It's produced wow. so well. The production value of this podcast is outstanding. Like, my kids will choose to listen to stories right now over doing other, multiple other things like they just want to listen to him tell stories so it's called grim grimmer grimaced and everybody should listen not yeah. even if you're Is not a grimace kid. a guest on it <laughs> <laughs> i wish the purple no, blob maybe from you, McDonald's? you could yeah. you could picture him being one of the storytellers you could picture him as adam if you wanted yeah. but Love it's it. It. it's really cool so he she goes turned, into like new new york uh, classrooms and tells them these yeah. stories but then mixes in like character voices and sound effects it's awesome strangely enough
1: Grimace is not in it but the Hamburglar is
2: Ooh. <laughs> the
1: fuck was that guy up to yeah he is a shady dude that guy <laughs> uh, what were we watching?
2: I, Tanya was so good oh yeah we finally finished I, know. Tanya it last we, talked about week. Last week, finished, it? we yeah. finished it it was All so right.
1: good it's it's a mate Brian you will love that movie yeah I gotta watch you it you will love that movie so good um, I will watch it I finally, and I know I was super late to the to the party on this, but I made my way through uh, the majority of uh, Making a Murderer on Netflix, which is a fan. I know everyone already knows it's fantastic, but if you still haven't watched it, uh, it's worth watching because you'll you'll uh, it brings to light a lot of the issues with some of our. Uh, Criminal uh, our criminal system. justice system. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Similarly, the most recent episode, or the most recent season of Serial, explores the criminal justice system specifically. She's in a town in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, so that that series also the production of that podcast is incredible. So well done.
1: Excellent yeah. um, plugs. Oh, music! I have a music. Uh, go. all right, go. Strand go, of man. Oaks. Uh, listen to the new record. It's called Land. Uh, And it's fantastic. It features a lot of the members of My Morning Jacket. And um, one of the songs features Jason Isbell. It's it's just a great, it's a great record so far. I'm enjoying it a lot.
2: Oh, sorry. One more. One Hope Havertown is having a spring sale. Oh, yes. It's only on for the next eight days. Mm -hmm. Six bottles at a discounted price, $136. But if you get the uh, preferred membership, Little twenty dollars subscription. It actually takes your entire cost down to below what you would normally pay for the sale, and you get discounted shipping and wine for the next year. So, Plus, what a where deal! Where do we
0: go? Where do we go? So, go, go
2: to One Hope HaverTown on Facebook, uh, or you can just go to One Hope Wine, and then look me up. I'm I'm your person. It'll take you to the page, and it'll say Spring Sale.
1: So, you're looking Love for it. One Hope HaverTown, not Katie Desanto, though. When you that's get
2: there. true. So, right. Uh, no, you can search for me as Katie Desanto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. On right. on the One Hope Wine website, Katie Desanto. Perfect. Yep.
0: All right, I love it. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share, review, uh, share our videos, Facebook, all those great things. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick turnaround. Um, if you are a Facebook viewer of us, we are going to be back on Tuesday. Only one yes, night off are. due to scheduling of uh, vacations and things, uh, and we'll be watching Lindsay Lohan. Before she was a train wreck in Mean Girls, Rachel McAdams
2: redeems herself in the eyes of the show. uh, Coming to Tuesday, Mm -hmm. it's going to be wonderful. Uh, Oh, and by
0: the way, we are watching the trailer of that Vampire Lindsay Lohan uh, movie. I think I'm that I told you about right now.
2: Him talking a about yeah, Lindsay Lohan and Vampire Cell <laughs> oh, <laughs> like oh wait, something started. Wait till you see this feeling trailer. Feeling really bad right yeah. here. <laughs>
0: uh, and and that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all we got. I think. Bye everybody. Look
2: at that, guys. That was like seventy minutes. Yeah, very proud. Very proud. Yeah, it's all really right. good. We did well. Goodbye everybody. All right, bye.
1: Adios.